Audience, what's up? It's Greg Stero here to introduce you to the True Blue Riffcast, where they talk about amazing movies, bad movies, and everything in between. So you're listening to the True Blue Riffcast. Enjoy it. Thanks, Greg. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and I am joined as always by Sup everyone. I'm Dave. And we have a special guest this week. What? Yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself, special guest. Hi, I'm Special G Est. I am, of course, <laughs> uh, with the uh, uh, the the uh, uh, headquarters of Twitch. I'd like to congratulate you, gentlemen, on doing a wonderful job. No, of course not. I'm Jesse Shade. <laughs> yeah, Jesse Shade, friend to the podcast, friend of mine, friend of Dave's. It's Absolutely. nice to have you here, Jesse. Nice to be uh, here. Wonderful to be here. And you guys may wonder why uh, we have a special guest today. If you haven't been paying attention on social medias, uh, that's because today we are talking about the 30th anniversary of the independent film Haunted Ween. Haunted Ween? Haunted Ween. I thought this was allegedly a Riff Tracks podcast. <laughs> allegedly, yeah. Sometimes we uh, you know, take it in a little bit different directions, but yes. <laughs> hey, it's our show and we can do what we want, right? Yeah. Uh, but we've talked about this this movie. We've mentioned yeah. it a lot over the last yeah, we, few we, years. Yeah, we, 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 have, we, have, we have referenced Haunted Ween quite a bit, especially in reference to Light Blast. Maybe we, yeah. maybe we should talk about that. Later on, when we actually talk about the movie, but. Um, 
And you may have noticed that we had a different theme song today. That was, of course, the theme song to Haunted Ween. Uh, special movie thanks has a theme to, song. Uh, to Kim Richards yeah. for, uh, for letting us use that. And, uh, yeah. This is that, what happens when we're live on the podcast, Jesse. Wow. <laughs> All Our right. brains just kind of stop and the whole thing I was comes waiting to a for screeching you. halt. Oh, I got screech- yeah, we, we, we got no more welcome back from the edits, everybody. So I guess <laughs> I'll just take I guess I'll just take this there and go, hey, Jeremy, hey, guess Dave. what I did this week? Oh, what did you do this week? Couple of things. Number one, I saw Cry Macho in a movie theater. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I was like one of like, yeah, um, so it was uh, me and my brother went to go see it. We went into a completely cold. Only thing we knew about it was that it had Clint Eastwood in it. And guess what? What? It was terrible. <laughs> oh. It was no. awful. Don't I'm see not, this I guess movie. I'm not surprised. Yeah, no, I mean, like, look, okay, look. I, I don't want to get, like, there's quite a bit wrong with this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard. I've heard about this. There's quite a bit wrong with this movie. I think the number one thing is that Clint Eastwood is 91 years old, and that's usually yes. not a problem for him. But in this no. case, the story calls for him. I don't want to get spoilery, but I am. But no one's going to see this because it's losing its shorts at the box office. Yeah, it's HBO like, Max just, numbers aren't. Yeah, it's on it's, HBO Max as well. Not doing too better there either. It's dying out there. But yep. he's 91 years old. And these women, like this, 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 this story calls for two women who are significantly younger than Uh-oh. somebody who is 30 years younger than Clint Eastwood is, would have Uh-oh. no business. And they're just like flinging themselves at him. <laughs> Ooh, like boy. it's, it's real. It's like, it's like, it's like the most, it's like super cringe. And it's, uh, it's, it's also incredibly boring. I mean, yeah. uh, I, so last night, coincidence, actually last night I watched um, on Netflix uh, I think it's in the line of fire in the line of something where he plays a secret service agent. I've never oh, seen this. Yeah. Movie. In the line well, of I fire. remember that one. Yeah. And that movie is fantastic. So yeah. like, like, Oh, it's so like, so it evens out, but I wish I hadn't spent $40 at the movie theater in the oh. middle of the day because <laughs> prices are outrageous. Yes, they like, are. Like, like that's my experience at the movies this year was mortal Kombat, which we talked about at length. <laughs> And then Riff Tracks Live, which was better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then, but then this, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not paying these movie theaters anything more until number one, the movies get better. Number two, they're not gonna charge me five dollars for a twenty ounce Coke. This is ridiculous. I'm not putting <laughs> up with this anymore. Yeah. I'm really uh, not. Speaking of Riff Tracks Live, one of the three of us was at that show in person. Yes, he was, and that was me. Oh, nice. And he was yeah, on screen multiple times. How does that make you times. feel? Oh, shut up, Dave. I was on screen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave. Dave likes to give me a hard time that he went to go see Mothra at, in Nashville, oh. and I still haven't gone to Nashville for any of the live shows yet. I oh, even got yeah. on a plane to he, go see it. He likes to rub it in my face. Any chance he gets. Yeah. But uh, that, but that, that was uh, that, that was the same awful time in my life when I was having my problems with what's his name uh yeah. but it was yeah but you know so Clint it's Eastwood. kind of a mixed bag there 
Uh, the person you're talking about is Clint Eastwood, right? He, yeah, he, Clint, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood decided that he wanted to start a <laughs> a, a bad thing with me. Yeah, and uh, but and I just trashed his movie in front of everybody. But no, Clint Eastwood is a good filmmaker. Usually, uh, yeah, I, usually, I will. This I will movie, use this. Effort. I will use this as a segue into our. Uh, talk about the the box office the weekend box office uh because it's no longer listed at all what oh really what? so so my dollars went to total waste yeah <laughs> yes to, to, to go prop up clint eastwood me and my brother and the three other people that were in the theater yeah out yep. of the 22 movies that are listed on here uh yeah that's it's, it's not, gone it's gone <laughs> oh my god well, I mean, that's, that's okay that's probably a good thing because this movie was not good but but yeah. movies that are still on here, uh, the Boss Baby Family Business. What? <laughs> the sequel to the stupid Boss Baby movie. Yeah, I couldn't get uh, through fifteen minutes of that. Fast Nine is still on here. It's at the very bottom, but it's, it made three thousand dollars this past weekend. Where's Avengers Endgame, Jeremy? Well, that's I finally gone, man. We Three-year-old were talking about that, that for for how long? Like, yeah. Months and months and months we were talking about how much money that movie was still making. Uh, yeah. No, number one, uh, of course, is Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Wait, the Addams Family course? 2. Because it's a new Marvel uh, I, Marvel IP. adjacent movie. Yeah, it's a Marvel been, adjacent movie. I would have bet money that it was Shang-Chi still. <laughs> no, Shang-Chi is down to third place now because the really? Addams Family 2 is in second place. Shang-Chi is in third. Uh, the Many Saints of Newark, the uh, prequel to The Sopranos, uh, is in fourth place, and Dear Evan Hansen is in fifth. What the hell happened to the movies? Oh, right, the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, Everything right, shut down for a year. Yeah, the, whole, the, the, the number one thing in all of our lives for the past year and a half. Yeah, that thing—it's <laughs> gone. Yeah, oh man. So, uh, but uh, I, I actually have been to a movie theater not too long ago when I was in Nashville uh, to see both The Suicide Squad and and Free Guy. I actually quite enjoyed it. Yeah, Still, uh, we just watched Free it, Guy it the is, other day. No, Dave is not kidding. Yeah, Dave is not kidding about these prices. It took me twenty five dollars to go see Free Guy for one for one. Really? I'm not. Yeah, no. not, well, it, was, it was in three D, but it wasn't worth the three D. I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm breaking up with movie theaters until this, until this is is fixed. Movie theaters, yeah, this is not acceptable. What's happening? No, not at all. Yeah, I mean but, they have to uh, they have to no, recoup I, some money somehow, I guess. But yeah, but uh, you're not talking about me. <laughs> I'm gonna say Adam's family in particular is it's impressive. It's at number two because that's also in VOD as well. You could rent for twenty bucks. So really, kudos to that on there. Yeah, I I noticed the same thing with uh, the Paw Patrol movie. That one, that one that premiered rather theaters? high. Um, and beat and out was... beat out Cry Macho. <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, but Cry Paw Patrol Macho was on Paramount Plus for you know free for people who subscribe to it. So the fact that it yeah. has made almost forty million dollars in the theaters is pretty good. They, for, they love them know, dogs. Kids movies, yeah, <laughs> yes they do. Oh boy. So, like I said earlier, we're going to be talking about Haunted Ween, but that's going to come in a minute because uh, we'd like to let everybody get to know our special guest, Jesse Shade, a little bit. 
Uh, oh, he yes. is a uh, as as I'm sure you've been able to tell, he's a, a big fan of riff tracks, uh, going to the live Crazy. shows and all that stuff. Uh, now, Jesse, I wanted to ask yes. you a few questions today. Fire away, sir. Uh, what was your first encounter with riff tracks? Oh, it was actually, um, I was a big fan of MSC3K up to that point, like uh, most or many of us were. And uh, I was a big visitor of Satellite News, of course, the MST3K fan site. Yeah. Uh, and nice. uh, so, yeah, yeah. And and they had a news item in 2006 about how Mike Nelson was starting up this new site uh, called Rift Tracks, where basically he was doing the MST3K treatment for modern Hollywood movies. And doing uh, these MP3 commentaries, you buy them, you listen to them while you're watching the movie. I was on board with the idea right away because I loved the show, got back into it after getting a break from it for a long time. And uh, just like was, we all uh, did. Yes. <laughs> and of course, uh, when, uh, you know, Mike, uh, Kevin and Bill all got back together slowly but surely. And that sort of became the crux of the website. I just sort of uh, slowly got more and more addicted to it. And of course... Then they started doing the VODs with the B-movies. It started to feel a lot like how when Mystery Science Theater 3000 used to do a lot of these old corny B-movies. So it's a great balance to hear that as well as uh, getting to, you know, get some new jokes and uh, movie stuff. Because it is a huge influence on my own work. And uh, it's uh, definitely a a huge improvement on my life because I I don't know where my life would be without Mystery Science Theater or Rift Tracks, quite honestly. It's... uh, it's been a great savior. Nice. Yes, indeed. I, I feel mm-hmm. the same way, honestly. Um, so what are some of your favorite uh, Riff Tracks releases over the years? Oh, well, I uh, the one that comes to mind immediately, just because it's a movie that I grew up with as a kid, uh, is, of course, Super Mario Brothers, the movie. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, Daisy! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but yes of course it's uh well i for one thing i love it because bob hoskins is one of my favorite actors out there always good to see him in a leading role of uh huge significance which he never got to do too much in his career god rest his soul uh and of course it's just a, a incredibly weird and wacky story how this came about from this incredibly popular one of the most popular video games out there and they just turned it into this whatever this is <laughs> They, uh, they they just really, you know, take the living life and just choke it out of it, uh, the Rift Tracks guys. And they do an incredible, incredibly funny job. But, of course, the other ones are pretty much pretty standard. Uh, Birdemic, of course. Everyone loves it. What more can you say about Birdemic? Uh, Rotor, of course. Uh, Got to go with Rotor there. Rotor's uh, great. Yeah, amazing. And uh, one that I find incredibly underrated, uh, Cyborg Cop 2 is one I always come back to. That is yes. definitely underrated. Yes, I would yeah. agree with that 100%. And uh, I was fortunate enough to actually get to talk to a little bit to the director of the movie, Furstenberg, because I reviewed one of his earlier works, Ninja 3, for my show on uh, Joe Blow. And oh. uh, yeah, incredibly nice guy. Uh, incredibly nice guy and incredibly humble and uh, just really great to hear some feedback from it, especially from a guy whose uh, work I find incredibly amusing, especially in Cyborg Cop 2. That's uh, Travis Carter and Simmons. They're my boys. They're my boys. <laughs> nice. So you've been talking a lot about your show. What is your show? 
Uh, Awfully Good Movies is the show that I do on the Joe Blow Videos channel of YouTube. I've been doing it since uh, 2014, uh, like seven years now. Unbelievable to think. I guess I'm technically the longest running show on that channel. And uh, yeah, I've just been, they've just been incredibly uh, supportive of my work so far. And uh, it's just me basically doing the MST3K type treatment on these uh, movies, like video reviews that run, uh, they used to run like eight minutes. Now they run like 22 to 27 minutes. I just make as many jokes as I can about them, inform people about the factoids about the movie and hopefully do it in an entertaining and uh, fun fashion. And uh, yeah, so you could find that on YouTube, look up awfully good movies. My latest review is on uh, warriors of virtue from 1997. So you can start from there and work your way back and see how I, have significant, significantly improved the uh, audio quality of my microphone, which has been a big <laughs> issue in my work. Uh, yeah, seriously, go watch some of these because uh, he mentioned the one for Ninja 3. I loved that one. That was so good. Um, yes. And the Warriors, the Warriors of Virtue one was great, talking about uh, representation <laughs> and how yeah, let's, just, yeah. let's just turn you know these people into kangaroos instead. Yeah, yeah, that's easier to do than just casting Asian people because we only know like seven in all of Hollywood. <laughs> yes, it's, wow, it, they're they're very well done, guys. Make sure you check them out. Awfully good movies on YouTube. Yes, um, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, I, yeah, hopefully you guys will like it out there. Whatever, uh, if you check it out yourselves out there in uh, YouTube land, hope you enjoy them. Yeah, I know very I do. Good. Let me uh, since we're talking about this, let me go and I'll drop. I saw a playlist earlier. That came up when I typed it in, and I'll just drop the link to that in the chat. So if anybody wants it. Uh, so I'm trying to think if, they, if I had any other questions, because I didn't actually make a list. I was just thinking of stuff earlier. No, stop. Don't start playing Watch video. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. There's your first taste. Of awesome live on movies. Twitch, ladies and live gentlemen. Live on Twitch, yes. Live, live TV, live internet, whatever you call it now. It's live, and it's it, we got plenty of it. Yeah, and it's yeah. weird live. We're yes. Still, we've been yes, doing this for, what, a month now, Dave? And we're still kind of Well, I think we've been doing pretty good. I mean, yeah. we like. I think it's probably the biggest pickup we've had, honestly. Oh, yeah. Aside from... Uh, on our on our first test show. Oh yeah, live. oh yeah, on the first test stream where like I couldn't get on for like an hour and a half. Oh goodness. Yeah. His his internet literally disappeared as soon as we started. Like yeah, usually 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 my Wi-Fi just sucks, but like yeah. right as the show went live, like right as Jeremy was introducing the show, my wow. the, the 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 I live in the boonies and the internet access to my entire county was shut off. Oh goodness! <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, it was very awkward for me. Uh, sure. For sure. But yeah, thankfully, uh, thankfully, we had Matthew J. Elliott in the chat. Yeah, we had so Matthew J. Elliott right lively. there, the writer of the writer of Rift Tracks presents and and other Rift Tracks. Yes. Uh, he uh, he was in our chat writing jokes for us. Oh, while. Nice. So yeah, Matthew yeah, he's J. a homie. Yeah, and then after the show, guy. we finished. I love that guy. Um, he helped me finish the custom 
Rift Tracks game that uh, I was working on for Quiplash 3, which I will uh, drop the code for that game on our Twitter channel. Uh, Twitter channel. On our on Twitter the, channel. The, yeah. The podcast right, Twitter Jeremy. account. <laughs> uh, TB Riftcast on Twitter. Check that out. Uh, we'll be dropping the, the code for the game. Uh, and I know that uh, some of the Rift Tracks uh, people have checked it out and nice. uh, nice. have enjoyed it. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, you might Good. be able to tell uh, that there were two separate people writing the prompts for it because they're completely different styles. <laughs> and huh. uh, and literally half of them are way deep cuts. And uh, wow. yeah, I wasn't trying to go that far. But my own know. robot, my <laughs> own my lady. I think he wrote. I do think Matthew J wrote something about Swamp of the Ravens in there. So I guess oh, you good. and I will work it out. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, uh, uh, and, and incidentally, I just like to say I I am a bit of an expert at trivia. I thankfully won the uh, trivia game at the in person uh, Rift Tracks event this year. Oh, nice. cool. Yeah, and I won myself a. Uh, I won myself a can of Icelandic, I believe it's Icelandic, uh, tin <laughs> fish from none other than Mike Nelson himself. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They love that that, that yeah. stuff. We've, and, uh, we've heard a lot of a lot of interesting stories about. I love that yeah, how, how Mike people. Nelson is just a, just a massive troll. See, yeah, and that's and that's why I think that I would get along well with him because I yeah. do that to my friends. A lot not, that's not a criticism. <laughs> No, no, no. He's incredible. He's an incredibly funny guy, an incredibly uh, nice guy, as all of them are. It, it's a wonder. It was a, it, an enormous pleasure meeting them in person. Couldn't have been lived up to my expectations more. But that's all I'll say. I'll stop humble bragging. Jeremy, on with the show. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate that, Jesse. Thank you. Uh, so mm-hmm. today, uh, as was mentioned numerous times uh, so far, we are going to be talking about the lovely movie Haunted Ween. Now, this was Haunted one that. That I'd found back in 2017, I believe it was. It was right around the same time when we found Light Blast. Um, Light Blast. I think it was like two days. I think it was like like one or two days after we watched Light Blast. Yeah. I can't remember if you found... Did did, did you find it or did I? Because I believe I found Light Blast. I think you might have found Haunted Wing. I, I believe so. I it was that's what four years ago now. I don't know, dude. Yeah. I can hardly even remember what happened last week. But uh <laughs> We found we had this this time. Uh, it was like a month where we just kept finding these weird movies. Yeah, and like, it was like so weird because we would have like the same free time, like at the exact same time, and it was never, it was never planned out that way. But it would be like yeah. at different times during the day, and Jeremy would send me like a link, like, "Oh, watch this! I'm watching it." I'm like, okay, and then I would turn it on. We'd like watch it together, and the the two movies during this time that stuck out to us were Light Blast and Haunted Ween. And I believe Haunted Ween came second. I, I, right? I do I do believe that we found this after Light Blast. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just, I watched it, and I'm like, holy crap, Dave absolutely needs to see this movie. <laughs> and So uh, I think I was about, he, you sent it to me, and I think I was about, about, about 20 minutes behind you or something like that. We yeah. weren't in sync for it. I do, I do remember that, but we were watching it at, like at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, because I just yeah. I remember we kept telling each other we're just like, oh my god, what is this? Like, wait, <laughs> what? What did they just do? 
And uh, right. yeah, it's some of the stuff was I couldn't believe that they were going there with the story, but uh, it's okay. it's such a fun bad movie. Uh, yeah, it was directed it is, um... and written uh, by. Unfortunately, the late Doug Robertson, uh, we found out that uh, he passed away last year. Um, I had contacted the Facebook page because I was trying to get a hold of a few copies of the DVD um, because I, I wanted one for myself and I wanted to send a few out to uh, a few other people, including one to Jesse me. Shade. I sent one to Dave. I sent yeah. one to Jesse Shade. And I sent one to Eric Peterson from Rift Tracks, um, who... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give him a hard time because he still hasn't watched it yet, Eric. Yes, but I can confirm this. I was at Rift Tracks Live. I asked him in person, Jeremy. He still has not watched it as of August 2021. Yeah, I actually asked him earlier today, and he said that he has not watched it yet. But now <laughs> that it's a busy uh, guy. Eric, Halloween, I'm de- Halloween Eric, season. I'm defending you. Yeah. Eric, me, Dave, I'm defending you. Out of the three of us, I'm the only one that's defending you. <laughs> He's a busy uh, guy. Yes, he I know. Very He's much. very busy. He's got a, a very important job uh, at Rift Tracks, and I, I I just like giving him a hard time any time that I can. Sure. But Haunted Bean, um, yeah, I found out that uh, that Doug had passed. Uh, he was only 56. Like, Yeah, that's wow. young. Yeah. Um, that's way too young. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I found out, and I, I got the copies of the DVD, sent them out, and I've been preparing since then uh, to talk about this because uh, this year is the 30th anniversary of this movie. Um, after digging around through some interviews online, I found out that the movie was actually released in July. Uh, I remember Dave and I were trying to yeah, we pick can, a time we can, that we thought would be you know close to is, the time that it yeah, was released. It's definitely early nineties. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I think we agreed on that. But like, yeah, uh, but I we mean, like, out the year, some... but we didn't know when in the year. Like, I figured it'd probably be September ish. Yeah, but it turns out it was July. So. Well, yeah, I mean, that's uh, kind of a... I think that was the same case that happened with the the eighth Halloween movie. That came out in July. Yeah, July, a very spooky time of year. <laughs> yes. Um, but, Those um, hot temperatures, boy. Actually, I, I, yeah, especially for a movie named Haunted Ween. You would think you would <laughs> want it to be released around Halloween, but no. Right. Yes, no. it's like, no, no, Fourth of July weekend. When yeah. it was yep. initially released... Uh, it was he he shot it in 1989. It was filmed in August of 1989. Really, dude, uh, it has oh. mega. It has mega early 90s vibes, and I'm surprised it was 1989. Yeah, because 1989, he, he wow. was a little bit ahead of his time, just a little yeah. bit. But yeah, it was direct to video. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. It was it was direct to video. Uh, he actually just got it into video stores. Uh, oh. He's not a horror movie fan. He doesn't like horror movies. He doesn't watch. He Wait, didn't watch what? No, movies. that is not true. That is cannot true. be true. Uh, he actually made this that... movie. Uh, we learned this in the behind the scenes thing. Um, he was talking with some people about making a movie, and they said if you're going to make a movie, you want to either do horror or action adventure. And he was like, "Well, action adventure is a little bit out of the price range," so. <laughs> We decided we would go with horror, and if that does well, then we could use the profits from that to go on to action adventure. And of course, we know how that turned it, out. It, but wait, we, he he never made another movie. Nope. 
But he you know, uh, he filmed this one in Kentucky. He wanted to. Yeah, I thought that, it was. Uh, yeah, it was like I knew it was either Kentucky. I was wondering about that before because it was like it was like Kentucky or Tennessee. Yeah, it was filmed in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Uh, he wanted to prove that you could make a movie in Kentucky. <laughs> well, of course, you can make a movie in Kentucky. Yeah, you can make a movie anywhere, but. <laughs> But I mean, especially in the South, that's uh, certainly a place where uh, life is cheap. But uh, I, I don't presume I don't presume to know anything about the South. I'm sorry, South. You're good people. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully, yes. Um, but yeah, we found this movie, and it's just it's got some moments in it that really just sunk their hooks into me. Uh, you- before before we we get into those though we should really actually start talking about the story of the movie itself yeah okay so um it's very strange because yeah it's it 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 starts out with um uh like it has a weird kind of i mean i don't know how much we're going to recap go frame by frame in this movie <laughs> but it starts off and it has this weird kind of like like staticky kind of like found footage Blair Witch kind of project feel to it. Oh yeah. And then and then then and then it 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 jumps ahead to Eddie Berber uh, yeah. chasing the girl around the the room. <laughs> we know what that is now, but you don't know what that is at the time. And you're like, what is happening? Yeah. And yeah. then and then like you know it has. I couldn't believe it when I saw this the first time. <laughs> the I I, I was like the. the this movie that was released in 1991 has the, the oh my god, it has I, I I still have so much disbelief about it. Four years later, I can't even get it out. <laughs> the, the title is in Comic Sans. Comic Sans. <laughs> That's how you know you're in for a good like, time. What? It's like and, oh and, man. And, and incidentally, I have to believe that that was like done after the fact because uh, it doesn't look anything like it would have been done in 89 or 91. I mean, uh, it looks like it was done on uh, Movie Maker Pro in 2007. It does have Wait, that. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But I mean, oh man, it's it's but uh, so anyway, so we cut to a haunted house and he's sitting there and I guess he's like. He's like he's like 13, 14 years old, and you can't lie about his age to get into the war. I mean, to go into the haunted house. He wants to be in the haunted house, but they're like, yeah. no, Eddie, you're too young to be the guy given the scares in the haunted house. So uh, go wait out by the go wait out by the road and take direct the money. cars. Yeah, yeah. take yeah. the money, and uh, you know, have him drive up to the house and whatever, and just read some comic books or something. So he, he gets bored and he has a mask with him and he goes into the haunted house and uh, circumstances, etc. He ends up chasing a little girl around <laughs> in the, in some kind of barn or something. And right, like uh, inside the haunted house. Yeah. They, they yeah. Like, either too. yeah. So he's chasing her around. She freaks out. And then somehow the girl, <laughs> this is something that like, Oh my God. Like she somehow accidentally impales herself backwards while she's running forwards around in a circle, but she ends up getting impaled on a stick. Yeah. yeah. Something that, um, and, uh, Eddie Berber's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe like, but he sees it and instantly goes insane. He's like, well, nothing for it. And he has a machete with him, like a real machete. <laughs> yeah. uh, might as well finish her off. And then yeah, like, like slashes her. 
just cuts her head right off. Like, but yeah, it's, it's like it's like it's like she was gonna die anyway. It's, you know, it's like, but yeah, like, it, like, it, well, it's like, well, like, well, nothing for it. Like, nothing for it, Sam. You'll give me my machete. Got to put this right, one down. Exactly. Yeah, this is the life that I'm bound to now because it, it, it's totally uh, reminiscent of the opening. I know that the Halloween comparisons are probably going to be very heavy with this one because that's the granddaddy of all horror movies. But uh, they really are apropos with this one because it feels like a lot of the same plot points. Like you're on Halloween night. There's this kid who's obsessed with masks. He doesn't talk much. He might be developmentally disabled of some sort, murders this girl, and then, you know, gets into a life of murder and uh, torture and what have you. Yeah. The thing is, he doesn't murder somebody else again for a really long time. Yeah. yeah. yeah over 20 he years. Oh, that we know of. I mean. Yeah. I mean, okay, well, I mean maybe maybe Haunted Ween 2 would have would have covered that. But um, so anyway, so. He goes off. He goes into like exile. He goes. Yeah, his mom. With his his mom, mom takes him, and they they run off and they hide in the woods. Now, uh, I don't know that that my cohorts are going to actually be able to hear this, but I'm pretty sure that they've seen this clip before. Uh, yes. Well, oh, I know they've okay, seen yeah. it in the movie, but uh, I'm going to play this for you guys. This is I know my favorite saying, clip from this film. Uh, this, is, this is uh, when Eddie's mom dies. She comes out. He's well, out. Um, I, I would say chopping wood, but he's more Steve Rogersing it and pulling it in half. And yeah. uh, his mom's calling for him, and all of a sudden she just she drops. And right. uh, so I'm going to play this this clip for our viewers, and uh, they'll be able to hear the audio of it. Uh, yep. Right now he is chopping the wood. Not going to hear it. I love this so much. Like, I mean, not the fact that his mom dies, but no. like this yell because it's it takes on Darth Vader's yell of no from the end of episode Mama? three. Right, right, here, 2005. Yes. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here's here's his yell. Mama, no. No, Mama. Mama. No! <laughs> I love that. I love the fact that the reverb for the no starts before he even says no. Like, you can hear yes. it, like a pre-echo. It's great. It's so good. That's one of, of the moments time. that just totally like struck me the first time I saw it. I'm like, what in the world was that? Yeah, I, it's, it's I think I told Dave. What I, it is. Immediately, I'm like, yeah, Dave, you, yeah, you, 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 you did warn me. Like, yeah, that was like one of the first things. You're like, you have to watch. Like, that was one of your selling points. Yes. Uh, but for me, the, all I had to do was see that Comic Sans title. And I was like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> I'm settling in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we jump ahead. Like I said, was, this was 20 years from the time that he was a little kid. Uh, yep. After 
after his mom dies, he loads her up into the back of his van. It's just like, it's time to go home. And I guess that's his, like, Norman Bates moment. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, then... there's another horror movie they cribbed from, uh, Psycho, and then to an extent Friday the 13th because he's also kind of like a Jason Voorhees kind of brute living in yeah. the woods. Uh, his mom is dead, you know, just one of many elements that this movie takes off from. Yeah. Uh, then we go to a frat house uh, for uh, Sigma Phi. Yes, with and, some of uh, the most course... repulsive people you'll ever meet in your life. There's Absolutely. A, there's a frat party, and for some reason they're they're rocking out to movie uh, movies to music from the '50s because why not? I mean that's what you do, right? When you're a frat, you listen to music from the '50s. I don't know. Uh, yeah. The head of the frat, uh, Kurt, who was the first the first couple times I watched this movie, he was that was the only name that I could remember besides Eddie. <laughs> was oh, was oh, his fun name? Fact. Fun fact: That guy, that guy in the frat, the frat leader, he went on to go be the the hero in the movie Spiker. Oh my God, that's not true. I lied. That's <laughs> oh, okay. It's not plausible though. I looked him up on IMDb, and I'm pretty sure that that didn't happen, Dave. No, he <laughs> no. he he did get typecast t- as a reporter in a lot of. Uh, Small bit parts on TV shows, but I want you both to acknowledge that I got the hell out of you just now. <laughs> yes, you he did. did. <laughs> okay. so this plausible. Uh, but they're there, and he he makes an announcement because they received a letter from the the main fraternity office or whatever, and they're like, and, "Pay your bills." Yeah, they're like, yeah. "You haven't paid us dues in six months. You gave us uh, seventeen dollars and like thirty one cents or whatever." You owe us $3,700 if you want to stay a part of the fraternity. And then it's $1989. So they decide that they're going to throw another party and charge people $3 to get in. They only need over 1,000 people to come. I mean, why not? Of course, that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, because after the guy, this is after the guy sort of goes into a religious uh, pastor impersonation, yes. and he's like saying to them, I-, "I beg of you all, please give us a hundred dollars each," and then they all jokingly throw trash at him and go, "Ah, ah, we don't need to be <laughs> yeah. in a fraternity." And you got to wonder why do you need to be in a fraternity to throw to be a bunch of dumbass partiers <laughs> in college? Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't cost it any doesn't... money. No. But no. It's a... What what does cost them money is the party though because they end up yeah like I don't think they make any money from this because they keep no having yeah. to go out to buy more kegs and they've got all this stuff that they got to pay for. Their plan is very poor. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. Like, it is. So it's just like 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 the cost of of the the party to raise money for the second party. There are two fundraisers in this. There's the party <laughs> yeah. fundraiser, and there's a haunted house fundraiser. Now from from what I was able to 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 gather from from their logic in this is that they use the proceeds from the first party that was unsuccessful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To 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 get their to get their frat dues from, yeah. but they but there was enough to go put up this haunted house and go fix that up. They're spending way more money. <laughs> raising money yes uh, like and... dude, like 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 okay anyway but i'm i'm, I'm, I'm my, my my point is is that they're being really stupid about this <laughs> yes i mean they they're they're college students so you know i yes, don't know what and, else you uh, would expect but 
what else can you expect indeed this yeah. this was of course after i forgot to mention this this was after uh what i what i like to refer to as the boob boat uh, <laughs> when kurt and his uh his girlfriend are like laying out uh sunning themselves on a dock on and a, all of a sudden oh, a bunch of the other frat brothers come up on a boat that's got a couple other topless women on it for yeah. because you know you got to have that in a horror movie in the in the sure. 90s right but well, you know but <laughs> the most bizarre things happens like like this scene has the most bizarre ending i don't mean to cut you off jeremy but i just want to like <laughs> but, like as you're about to say this, i want to have the final say because i think this is one of the more bizarre things <laughs> yeah, go is how it. this scene ends go ahead Oh, yeah, oh, 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 I, I thought you had something else to say. I'm sorry. No, no, the, 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 like the way that this, this so like they're uh, they they were interrupted doing whatever it is that they were doing, and um, the like the these people come up and they get off and they're going away and they're all singing the theme song to Gilligan's Isle. Is that what they were singing? I was wondering yes. what they were singing. And I'm like, what is this? What? <laughs> Like they, like I, it's the greatest hits of television theme songs. Here in well, this yeah. horror, here in this, here in this, here in this college boner movie. That's gonna. It, it might be because horrific. a little bit, a little bit yeah. later, we get a cameo from one of my all-time favorite game shows. Press your luck. Yes. <laughs> it shows up on the I TV. Was, I- yeah, I was hoping it was gonna be the episode with that guy who like cheated the my the press your luck people out of all that money, but no, it was not. No. <laughs> uh, but they uh, at the end of their of their party, their <laughs> failure of a party, uh, Eddie shows up and convinces. Yeah. Oh God! Uh, what's the guy's name? Quinky Dink Man. Hank's Hanks. my favorite Hanks. character. Hank. <laughs> well, what oh, really? Quinky oh, Dink? Guess what? He's my least favorite character in any movie ever. <laughs> uh, I cannot he's... tell you how much I how much Hanks repulses me. And I watched the uh, the special features on the DVD. Oh, and yeah. Hanks, the guy, like no, that that's actually like Hanks is the last name. Is that so? So it's his name of the actor in real life. His name's and not Tom, says, though. And the and and the actor is up there being like, well, I was brought in here to play this character Haunted Weeds, but I'm just here playing myself. And I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> like, like, this is how you really are, right? I mean, uh, the one question I would pose to you, uh, both you guys, is uh, what would be your least favorite Hanks, this guy or Chet? Ooh, uh, that's a hard one, right? That I would have to flip a coin for that. No, Hank. Yeah. Hanks, <laughs> hands down. This That's, my policy. Okay. That's my policy on the True Blue Riftcast from now from now on. <laughs> is that is that a character like anytime there's a character that's horrible, I'm gonna say, well, at least he's not as not as bad as Hanks. No, no, because he's like uh, basically uh, he. Uh, we haven't described the voice of him yet. He's he's basically talking like this the entire movie. Uh, he's basically if like Gomer Pyle. And Joe Bob Briggs and Ernest P. Whirl all got into the fly <laughs> transporter and just merged into the one horrible, uh, ungodly blob of comic relief. That's Hanks. Yeah. Uh, but, and he uh, says, like, th- there's another movie. Jeremy, I promise I'm going to let you continue. But there's <laughs> yeah. a uh, – d- um, 
in in the next scene that after this one that Jeremy's about to describe, oh, he uses um, a, a phrase, "What a coinky dink." Now, I forgot that he said this. Okay, there's another yet another movie that oh, Jeremy and I God. speak of constantly. Uh, this we found this called, around the same time as as these two yeah. also. It's 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 we we've we've spoken about it at length on the podcast. It's called Dinosaur Island, uh, and one of oh. the more repulsive characters on that one also says, "What a coinky dink!" And oh. Jeremy told me earlier today. He said, "Like what a coinky dink!" I was like, "He did not say that. Shut up!" The guy from <laughs> Dinosaur Island said that. You're confused. And he's like, "No, go to go like go to 38 minutes in Haunted Ween. He says it too. And I was like. This is even worse than I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the reason that we've talked about Dinosaur Island so many times, Jesse, uh, is because it was directed by the one and only Fred Olin Ray, who uh, whose movies have have uh, appeared multiple times uh, this this year. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and on Rift Crack as well as your show. Yes, both both times. But yes, he's a very prolific uh, B movie director of sorts, and. uh, don't care for his work myself, but uh, certainly they make for good material. Yes, there there is one movie that he made that was never released in the United States, even though it was filmed here. Uh, I actually think he has a couple like that, but this one uh, is one that I've kind of been uh, talking to a couple people about recently, um, and it's called uh, Secret Santa, or Dear yeah. Santa, depending on. And uh, I've watched that movie a couple times and my favorite part is that it was filmed, uh, I'm guessing guerrilla style, in uh, a shutdown Santa's village. Yeah, oh, I was about no. to say, is, is it, the like, that's the one that we watched. Like, yeah. like, like that, that's the one that we watched that took place on the set of Santa's Village of Madness. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, back to Haunted Back to Haunted Ween. <laughs> yeah, back sorry. Back I'm sorry, Ween. Jeremy. I have, yeah, I, have um... a, I, have a, I have a bad habit of derailing the podcast. <laughs> right. Yeah. We we like to free associate all over the place. Um, no, because I was about to say that Cry Macho also has Clint Eastwood saying "What a quinky dink," but uh, we'll, we won't get into that. Uh, <laughs> if I did, I must. <laughs> what a quinky! What a quinky dink! What a quink! What 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 a quinky dink, Raffo! What a quinky dink! The cops are never going to believe that I raped you. That's the uh, thing he says in the movie. Uh, oh God! Okay, but. Back to Haunted Ween. Yes, back to Haunted Ween. <laughs> so Eddie shows up at the party um, and gives Hanks uh, the key and permission to use the old uh, Berber house. Obviously, he has the key because it's his old house. But yeah. Uh, so then we get uh, the the great idea. Hey, we're going to use this for a haunted house, and then we oh, get God. a. Fixing up the haunted house montage, set to the theme from Haunted Ween. Uh-huh. Can, can 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 we talk about for just one second about how neither Kurt nor Hanks? Well, Kurt brings up the fact it's like, and he just gave it to gave the keys. And he didn't ask no questions, and Hank says, "No, why? Why the hell would I? Who 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 gives a crap? You know, I mean, like it's a free house. I mean, like we already had one failed fundraiser here. Why not go do another? It's gonna be way more expensive. Doing something <laughs> none of us have ever done before in a mysterious, yeah, be like it's just some alumni. Who cares? Yeah, he he specifically says, well, maybe he just wanted to do a good deed. All oh, people do good deeds all the time, and that, that, that that's questionable logic at best. Questionable. 
Yeah, he's like, I learned that in psychology uh, three, uh, 311 or whatever. Here yeah. at the University of Tennessee, Kentucky, Nebraska, Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, after after they get done fixing up the, the house, and I, I would uh, be remiss if I didn't mention hot beef uh, hot here. Yeah. Is the, uh, yeah. the, there's a big beefy dude. And I don't mean like fat. I mean like he's like muscly, and he's yeah. just uh, working on stuff without a shirt on. And we we affectionately refer to him as Hot Beef. Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. He is. His movie's mascot, Hot Beef. Hot Beef. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but after they're done fixing up, they're sitting around a campfire and they're singing songs, and they decide to to tell uh, ghost stories. And some girl that the daughter of the town sheriff gets yes. up and she. She relays the story of of Eddie Berber, basically what we already saw happen. So in case you forgot over this past forty five minutes, um, and it's very, know, it's, it's reiterated very, it's, it's, it's to very, us. It's very, it's very, it's very possible you you, you would have forgotten. Yes, yeah, uh, simply horrible. because nothing has happened uh, up until this point. Uh, two of the people no, no. go off to to go skinny dipping, and uh, oh yeah, and he gets one. We finally get our first up. kill He's, of the movie. He stabs one guy in the neck, in. which is horrific. Yes, yeah, and it's it, actually it, a good effect. Like it is, and then it's followed it's, up it's, by a not so and then great. Followed effect up by, of, by 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 the killing of naked girl. Yes, yes. Like he just twists her neck a little bit, and you hear somebody like crumpling a like a plastic bottle or something, and it's slow motion. It, it sounded it's really like bad. celery. Yes, it sounded like it was, celery to me. It was very bad. Yeah, um, and and, and that, that that guy getting stabbed the tree again, another Halloween ripoff, just like yeah. the guy with the glasses that Michael Myers kills. He yeah. is incredibly he's incredibly strong to be able to lift that guy up, and just, he's like the Slender Man, being able to just like hoist one children hand up and just like yeah, one hand yes. by the face lifts him up to a tree, and then very very nicely puts a, just, a machete in his neck. Yes. It's it's not quite as uh, as gentle as uh, Robert Z- uh, Zadar slicing the uh, injured man's head off in the hospital in Samurai Cop, but sure. But it's it's not super rough, but it looks it looks really good. Like I was surprised by the quality of the effects on that one. Honestly, yeah. Uh, well, compared to wings, everything probably, else in this movie, yeah, I was about to say I was about to say then strap in because you're not getting any more of that. <laughs> no. No, you're getting some very poorly done FX, but I mean, you know, they had a very small budget. I'm trying to find it. I know I saw something. I think they made the movie on $65,000. Wow. I'm surprised I'm surprised they had that much money. Yeah, yeah. $65,000 and and uh nobody got paid. Oh, of course, I wouldn't think so. Well, of course no one got paid. Uh he talked them into doing the movie for the fun of of making a movie. Um, yeah. Well, okay. Okay. In his defense, that's how most indie movies get made. Yeah. That's sure. how most. Well, okay. Not indie movies. <laughs> indie movies are like you know, uh, Juno, and uh, uh, thank you for smoking. Like, <laughs> right. We're like Ivan Reitner's kid. Uh, yeah, Jason Wright has million. Yeah, yeah, has millions of dollars. Those are indie movies. These are what's more. That, what's that? Movies. What's that Templar movie? Templar Nation. Templar, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jesse, like that, Jesse. Jesse, yes. I need you to find a movie if you can. It's on okay. Amazon Prime uh, to called, watch for free. Called called called, called Templar Nation. 
Okay. Watch it. Get back with me. Add me as a friend on Facebook. Get back with me. Yeah. And tell me what you and tell me what you thought about it. Okay. Nobody, I'd love to. No, nobody tell Jesse why I want him to do this. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm fascinated. All right. I'm already a part of the Rhythm Nation. Might as well be a part of the Templar Nation. Yeah. You, yeah, you might as well be. Yeah. Uh, um. He talks about the. It took him 22 days to make the movie, and they had local uh, franchises of Subway and Domino's and uh, RC Cola. And they were contributors. Like there, there's a lot of RC Cola shirts in the movie, and that's that's part of it. They they I was, provided they, them all the food and craft services. Um, like like yeah. he said, because yeah, uh, RC Cola, RC Cola is not the first cola that a movie would uh, immediately go to as their big uh, sponsor. No, no, not at all. And I like uh, Coca Cola. But uh, he does say craft services was a highlight on the movie set. No one went hungry, and some people even gained weight. Oh, uh, but wow! <laughs> yeah, I, hope, I so, hope it wasn't Hanks. I I wouldn't want him <laughs> to ruin his uh, svelte figure. No, not at all. <laughs> so after our first kill, fifty-one minutes into the movie, yeah. Uh, well, it's technically not the first kill if you count the the flashback scene or whatever at the beginning. Right. But, uh, they open hairs. up the haunted house uh, the next day after uh, after going to campus and handing out flyers for it. And in the meantime, while 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 they're doing that, Eddie is in the in the house and he's creating a secret room that he calls his kill room, obviously. Um, yeah. And he's setting that up the whole time while they're canvassing to get people to come. And then they finally open the haunted house that night, and we get the uh, the look at the wall of hands, which yeah. is not creepy at all. Uh, no, it's no, just this a bunch is of like frat a... guys with rubber gloves, and they are grabbing women. Yeah, specifically uh, women. I think the only guy the only guy who gets felt up on that wall is Hanks, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, that's that right there is just a potential me too whatever you can situation right there. Oh, that did not exist in 1989. (laughs) No, it did not. It did not. Uh, But unfortunately, did not. No. Um, No. But we 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 can discuss the merits of the me too movement on another podcast or possibly never. Yes, I'm good with never. That's yeah. Especially uh, especially in association with haunted weed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they show the first actual room in the haunted house, and it's this really lame, like, emergency room setup where the guy's yeah, making Dr. terrible Phil. puns. And he has a flamethrower. Like, yes. I need to, like, how <laughs> in the hell did they get their hands on an actual flamethrower, these college students? At That's what in, I want to know. What, at least in what, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, they set that up. So yeah, like Leonardo DiCaprio just doesn't come out in the middle at the end of the movie with a flamethrower. Like, where'd that come from? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, but like, I, just like, like Chekhov's flamethrower. Yeah, right. And that's exactly what it is. Uh, because, and we'll get we'll get back to the flamethrower in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was it... very poetic ending. <laughs> yes, incredible uh, ending. So, one of the patients in this hospital room. Uh, goes out to Papa Squat in the bushes. <laughs> oh God! And this is that, 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 quite frankly is foul. We it's quite frankly my woman. worst, my worst favorite scene, worst favorite, it's my like least favorite scene. War. 
okay, riff look. track four, this is known. This is known as uh, taking as making a, a Becky, Becky, right? Yeah, yes. Becky. I was literally about to bring that up, Jesse. <laughs> they, Where's like, Becky? Like, 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 like the mo- okay. For for those of you who don't know, and if you're listening to this podcast, I can't imagine why you wouldn't know this. But <laughs> right. in the movie Birdemic, um, there's a character named Becky who is the. Uh, they're they're being chased by the birds. They're on the road for 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 many days. The night never falls, right? Yeah. Uh, but um, and uh, so uh, Ramsey and Rod are just hanging out in in the in the just take just taking a nap in the yeah. car, and uh, 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 Rod turns wakes up, turns to Ramsey. He's like, "Where's where's Becky?" It's the best goes, line, the best yeah, delivery be like, line in the movie. And uh, and uh, pardon pardon me, Twitch. But uh, and uh, Ramsey goes, oh, she's out taking a shit. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. And it's like, and then Mike's like, oh my god, they like, and so they, and then they, um, they cut to Natalie and Becky going out to like take a dump, and they're Wait, like, you're, you're not going to show this, actually, are they? Oh, yeah. and then like they, it shows Becky going down. I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to show it. Ah. <laughs> but um. But the bird kills her before she can take her pants off and take it off right there, right there on camera. This movie actually does that. We see a woman hike her skirt up, squat down. I can't believe this actress agreed to do this. (laughs) I cannot believe this actress agreed. Okay, look. This is like, you know, like, you know, like that – there's that old cliche that, like, you know, men don't like to know that girls take a poo – or or anything like that. This is like every man's. This is like the one thing men do not want to see. They <laughs> right? don't want to see. Most men don't want to. I mean, I'm sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's not get into that. <laughs> no. Um, but uh, they. Uh, she she hikes her skirt up, and she squats down. And we and we can like you know be like you know they don't show her private parts for. You know, I, I yeah, yeah they, obvious reasons. But I mean, but let's just like, but just the, like that, the fact that we see her hike her skirt, her skirt up all the way past her waist, yeah, and then she squats down to take a dump or a or a pee or whatever. Yeah. It's like the most repulsive thing. <sighs> it's like no, it's like this movie actually went there. It went where Birdemic, directed by the man <laughs> I hate most in the world, didn't go. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then. At least, at least Eddie had the decency to wait till she was done before yeah. he grabbed her. And he grabs her. Okay, she stands up, pulls everything back up, and he grabs her in the most awkward way. Right. Yeah. He just it's throws like, a hand he, up between her legs and here, holds her up. I'm I'm pretty sure he grabbed her that way to avoid. Uh, you know, touching her lady parts. Right. Um, like, like, like that's how like, they were able to be like, well, if my hand goes way up here, there's not going to be any chance of me making, touching anything yeah. inappropriate. Right. Instead um, of grabbing but, her around her waist. Yeah. He grabs, like grabs <laughs> her up like, between the legs, up, like, like up by her crotch. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's really weird. And then she, bangs her head on the ceiling outside and dies. <laughs> Can someone well, explain she, to me what that was out. about? She gets knocked out. Yeah. She does but come what did she hit her head on? I a branch, maybe? I don't like, yeah, someone like explain this scene. Someone explain this scene to me. She's like, bro, and then she's like out. She's done. Yeah. 
Right. Bonk. And I was wondering why why Eddie Berber was like because there's like a series of uh of kills, but not really kills because he knocks people unconscious. And I'm wondering why is this movie being so cautious about it? But this <laughs> leads to the big centerpiece of Haunted Ween, which I imagine yeah. you guys will elucidate on. Yes. Yeah, the, well I mean like he's already murdered a child. Like I don't yeah. know what <laughs> oh, stabbed man. the guy in the neck. <laughs> yeah. Like... Uh but another guy goes out uh, to take a break, and he's at the, the keg. And Eddie comes up and starts pumping the keg for him. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. That's a cool mask, by the way. And Eddie just looks at him and punches him square in the face and knocks him out. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, thank you for doing that, Eddie. I appreciate that very much. Right. Uh, and he takes them both and sets them up in uh, his little kill room and – leaves the door open and people are like, Oh look, there's another room here. And like these kids come in and we get this one kid. I hate those kids. And yeah. he is so excited to watch these people get killed. Like, yeah, so he, he wow, has, she's a good actress. <laughs> he has the face of a kid on Christmas morning who just like opened, you know, the thing he wanted most is Nintendo 64 or whatever. Yeah. And he's so yeah. happy to see this, but he's so happy to, that was a that was a that that, that was a young Brian Laundry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. In in one corner of the room are the two people he killed, uh the guy he stabbed to the neck and then the, the topless girl and the, he he just like threw her on top of him. Um right. then we see his dead mom in a rocking chair which obviously again psycho. <laughs> psycho. Um, and then there's the girl uh and the guy that he knocked out. And uh, the girl, she's she comes to and she's just like, no, this is real. This isn't part of the show. And they, they start like laughing. And they're like, yay. And they're like, yay. And they're like, oh, she's a good actress. And then he like picks and up a chainsaw. Yeah. And he, he goes up behind her and he literally like nicks the back of her neck. Yeah. And that's it. I'm like, what? Okay. Why not just take the whole thing off? Okay. Here's the thing. About 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 this room, this scene in particular. All the people in this room are incredibly stupid. <laughs> yes. yes, like like real people are dying, being murdered right in front of them. People get squeamish at movies, like in Jurassic Park. Okay, we knew <laughs> that the dinosaur wasn't eating those people. We right. know that. Okay, yeah. but we still get like, oh, gross. Be like, you know, we're still horrified. You would right, know right. if somebody was yeah. if, if someone's life was getting snuffed out right yeah. in front of your eyes. Yes, and, there's a big and, difference between a snuff film and and Jurassic Park. Yes. Yeah. Um. So like so, but these people believing. Yeah. That yeah. that these people believing that what they're seeing is an act. Mm-hmm. Okay. Forget forget about the horrible production quality of Haunted Ween itself. Mm-hmm. The concept that. If you can see somebody, someone's life being snuffed out and just think that it was like a cool act, that doesn't happen to like real (laughs) human people. No. Right. So, yeah. And I guess with with the nick on the back of the neck, instead of doing taking your head off completely, it does kind of make it slightly more believable that it wasn't actually... You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, they got fake and this blood is and where the chainsaw, production whatever. qualities of, of Haunted Ween actually come back into it. Because but there's then, this, yeah. we get the next kill in this room. 
And this yeah. one, there's no way that you would see this and think that it was not real if you saw something like this happen. Uh, right. This, he's got this guy, like, kneeled down. He's got his arms tied up. And he walks up and he shoves a baseball in his mouth, completely in his mouth. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like so the whole, easily, like, light no trouble. Thing. Yeah. And uh, he changes his mask for some reason, and he right. unfurls this banner that he made. Uh, that's supposed to look like a baseball scoreboard, kills strikes right. and balls, and yep. uh, because Eddie Berber in his years of exile became a big <laughs> baseball fan, but he was yeah. able to attend so many dang baseball games. <laughs> yeah, uh, they were able to pick up baseball games in the forest. You know, yeah, it was the only thing that their antenna could get. Um, right. They he walks around. He picks up a a couple of bats. Like one thing is like I what was it like a spiked bat or something. Yeah, uh, and he's like, "No, I don't want this." When he picks up a regular baseball bat, and he walks back over, and the little kid's like, "Yeah, knock his, knock his head off." Yeah, batter up. Yeah, that kid's a psycho. Up. And uh, he he swings a couple times very slowly over the guy's head, and the the one of the little girls is like, "Strike one, strike yep. two. and then he takes a big swing, and he knocks the dude's head right off of his body. Yes. And they cheer. <laughs> yeah. They sure do. Like, if I saw that, there's no way you could fake that. You know what right. I mean? Like, in fact, there, there's actually a recent scene from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Have you ever guys ever watched it on TV? Yes. Not yet. I, I do love that show. Yes, yes. The most the recent episode thing? was they, they were in Atlantic City, and uh, uh, they had this, like, uh, uh, one of the vampires had a trigger where they had the guy, like, bu- uh, punch this guy's head off in a boxing match. And everybody in that, that, that room is just freaked out and horrified by it. That's the appropriate reaction for yes. what this is uh, going on here at Halloween. Yes, that is definitely would be the appropriate reaction. Yeah, uh, and, and also I think that you would not be able, unless you were like a supernatural strength type of guy, I think that you would just basically put a big dent inside of his face. Yeah, yeah. there's no way, yeah. Yeah, you'd but break his nose, like maybe his orbital like, socket. Like, right. like, I think that there's like, I think if the, if, if, if there had been a Haunted Ween 2, mm-hmm. like, it, like, like if I were doing it, if I were writing the script... Um, I would probably be like, cause like a uh, spoiler, Eddie Berber is probably dead. Um, right. but, uh, I think I would like fill in like those missing 20 years to kind of like see how Eddie got that way uh, yeah. after, after the kill. And like, I think, um, in, in the vein of, um, uh, the Friday, the 13th movies, uh, you, I think he would have to be supernatural. Like we would go in the way they did with Jason, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, uh, just like beef him up, and because originally Jason, you know, was just like the dead baby in yeah. in, in the first movie. But um, I think you would go back. I think I think there there would have to be a supernatural element uh, to Eddie Berber's colossal strength. Oh, totally. Right. Yeah, that's the only way he could go. Um, so Eddie has to uh, refill his kill room. Yeah. And one of the people <laughs> that he grabs is uh, Kurt's, well, ex-girlfriend, because they did kind of have a oh, fight. Oh, this is disgusting. And, and break up. Um, 
Yeah, there's she, a it's a big uh, a storyline throughout the entire movie, which really doesn't go anywhere except it's just like pointless love uh, drama in the middle of this uh, slasher horror movie slash boner comedy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he he basically duct tapes her to the wall. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now this was good for. Okay, see now I I will give them credit on this because this was kind of like good kind of like production use of duct tape. Yes. Mm. To kind of like hide, like, you know, because obviously they're not going to be able to cut this woman's arm. Yeah. No. Um, so there's like tape it up and like put like, I don't know if it was covered in the special features or not. Uh, I, 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 I watched it, but whatever. <laughs> um, and, but uh, she, you bring it down as like, you know, whatever substance they have underneath it. I think that was, you know, that's, um, because it works within the story too, so mm-hmm. I will give them props on using that duct tape as far as like a kill prop. I think yeah. that was done pretty well. I mean, for for what they had, for what they had to work with. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, um, <clears throat> he he basically you know slices her wrists. Yeah, like as yes. he's got her taped up, and she um, loses a lot of blood. Yeah. How, oh my god! How she didn't die is amazing. Yes. Um, somebody finally realizes that it's real. I think it's okay. I think it is Hanks. I realize. Yes. Hanks comes in to save the day. He says, uh, what are you people doing? This is, this is real going on. And then suddenly the big line of the movie. (laughs) And then, and then we, and and then we jump into, uh, the big chase scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, Hanks uses the, uh, the flamethrower. Yeah, exactly. While he's in, while he's in his kill room. And uh, he goes down his secret entrance in the floor mm-hmm. and through the some the crawl space outside. I guess I'm not really he, yeah, he sure what was supposed this. to be. He planned yeah. to get caught. Yeah, right. And uh, he goes and he runs to his van, which is inside the barn. Crashes right. through the the van door. Uh, the the cops showed up at this point. They're inside the house. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I love uh, that, that all they, these people die. And you I all love that they this? make a point. When when he's trying to escape, he pulls up in his van next to the cop car, opens the door, and stabs the front tire of the of the police cruiser. And they play their their little sting music that they do all the time. Their little dong as he's stabbing oh, yeah. the tire, like like putting it on the same level of him when he's stabbing these other people. It's, right, it's hilarious yeah. to me. Uh, Kurt grabs uh, grabs the shotgun out of the car and runs after the van. Uh-huh. Shoots and, it, oh, and the geez. van explodes. Okay. The van explodes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, geez, it's, you know, that's it's finally over. And the, the van kind of rolls, you know, off to a stop, and it's on fire, and and we're like, yay, finally, it's it's done. Nope. And, no. <laughs> the van starts driving off. Into the woods, the end. The movie just kind of yep. stops right there. And the movie that's just, the just it falls. It falls. It just falls off a cliff. Now, Jeremy, I think <laughs> right. we need to talk about uh, the connection to Light Blast in this because Light Blast ends yes. completely differently, but exactly the same. It's it's yeah. it's a very similar way, and that was one of the things I remember we talked about because a lot of the movies that we found during this time period all just kind of quit. Like, like they yeah, just no, like they're like okay, like I'm they done. They have like 
nothing it's like nothing happens for a really long time in 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 in, in the case of haunted ween and then it's just like balls to the wall madness for yeah. like 20 minutes and then it falls off a cliff and ends yep yeah and of course light blast uh you know famously ends where the guy accidentally uh hits his own lcd watch and melts himself and uh, yeah. you got Eric Estrada, he just looks Eric in. Eric just looked down, just looked like, well, nothing left to do. And he walks off, and the movie's over. Yeah, yep. he turns around to walk away, and the movie just stops. And that's the same type of thing that happens here. The movie just stops. It's like At the yeah. same time, we said to ourselves, like, that's exactly how White Blast ended. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, the movie just kind of gave up. It's like, nah, this is enough. I can't do anymore, yeah. guys. And then it's just like, and then and and then the theme song, dun, 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 like after all that horrible death, you get the, <laughs> right. you get yeah, the, the we're just dying song. to start the show. Uh, it's it sounded kind of like uh, <laughs> I, it's sort of like a, a, a old uh, Nashville late '80s type of song that you would record yeah. uh, if you give like the guy a dollar. Yeah. Now, cor- yeah. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong. Like over the credits, it's like one of these movies. Where they show like production stills and like yeah. be like look like like look, look at the great fun time we had making this movie, <laughs> you know. But yeah, which I really I, I really could use in more movies, like uh, just to know that uh, they had a fun time on the set. Like even like something like I don't know United ninety three, just like photos. <laughs> of, uh, oh God, fun on the set, fun on the set with everybody. I don't know, just me. Yeah. Everybody's smiling, you know, yeah. with their arms around each other. Yeah, right. like <laughs> bonking each other. What are some movies? What are some movies that are like famously like everybody hated each other on set? Like Super Mario Brothers. I know that. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, that like would have been any, an interesting. Uh... Anything with Nicolas Cage. It's like all right. Here. Like, I don't want you to think that. I, like, I, 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 I want to look really badass in this. Okay, and be like, what is it? A shark or something? And just. <laughs> Uh, the the music the the title song for this um there's actually in one of the interviews that I dug up here uh they ask him about about the the title song and I uh, said Ernest Raymer who was our sound guy is credited with creating the Haunted Ween theme song Bentley Title made the music video which is on the DVD in the same vein of promoting ideas and creativity those two guys along with Mike Ref who shot the music video uh, they made that all on their own. I simply allowed them to use the equipment that I had rented. What they did was nothing short of impressive, but I think the music video was completed about two weeks after shooting the movie. Wow. That is high praise. Nothing short of impressive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also says uh, they asked him if he would have done anything differently, and he said, I would have put a recognizable B actor in my movie. I just couldn't afford it at the time. Right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> and, a, and a recognizable B actor movie. Yeah, like, yeah. B actor in Those a movie. Are... Well, I've been in movies with recognizable B actors. They're not hard <laughs> to find. No, no. I, uh, I, uh, my guess would that he, the best he could cr- cr- scrounge up would be David Carradine. That's who I envision. Uh, you know the sheriff. No, in there's the movie? no way that, this guy would be. <laughs> there, there is no way this guy would be able to get David Carradine. Oh, you, well, I, I don't know. Carradine, he's, uh, you, you give him a little bit of a booze, uh, get him, uh, give him a bit of a buzz. And, uh, this isn't, uh, this isn't what, what's it called, though? The futuristic, uh, yeah, future, future force. force. Future force and future right. zone. Yeah. Right. Where they have the, 
Uh, no, but oh, but oh, but you know, he he could probably get he could probably he could he probably could have gotten David Warner and Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> God forbid. Like, yeah, maybe. Like, <laughs> their name still had some uh, value to like, it in the early '90s. David Warner, yeah. he was going to do TMNT two, and uh, Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, I I don't know. Those but, two you know. are in literally everything. I can't imagine that they would turn down Haunted Ween. My oh, I, I don't guess think they would not... have. And, and you know what? The movie probably would have had a higher reach. Like that—that's my thing about this movie, and I really, honestly believe this. I think that if this movie would have had a wider reach when it was released, it would have more of a cult status that it than it does currently. It would. It it it, it has. I mean, a sort of a cult status. I mean, like. Jeremy, come on! You, 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 and me know about it. Crying out loud. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, so, I mean, like, like, like. I mean, yeah, we we stumble onto things, but I mean, like, this movie does have. Uh, I mean, like a small fan base. Uh, one would one would guess, but I mean, it's not like the room. You know, it's not like. <laughs> oh Tommy no. Was, it, 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 it's not like Tommy Wiseau, who's literally a household name. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and had a, a Oscar nominated movie made about him. No, you know, you're not going to get that with Haunted Ween. No. Uh, here, here's the thing, though. I don't think that guy would like. I don't think I would want Tommy Wiseau's kind of fame, and I don't think I would wish that on anybody associated. <laughs> no, because with... that's kind of a burden, isn't it? Yeah. Except kind of like... maybe, except maybe Hanks. <laughs> yeah, it, Hanks definitely deserves that. <sighs> I say, I say, spinoff movie with Hanks. I, I'm saying, I'm talking no, HBO no, Max. Absolutely HBO not, hundred percent. Don't make me hate you, Jesse. Uh, no, it's okay. Well, I'm just saying it, the HBO Max series. We only have one season. That's all we need for Hanks. Yeah, release as long Hanks as he cuts. as long as he dies at the end. Yes, yes, that's going to be the uh, the tragic fate of Hanks. You guys, what uh, if the it, actor it, it, is it, listening to this right now? <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I somehow don't think Brad Hanks uh, is tuning in to us. Uh, uh, ironically I, enough, Chet Hanks is. Chet Hanks is <laughs> listening, and I, yeah. I just like to say, Chet, big fan. Uh, <laughs> I, I totally believe you about the vaccine. No, no, I'm not. I'm just oh no! Oh god! <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we don't need to go there. Yeah, again. But uh, no, yes, that is haunted ween. It's uh, certainly quite a ride, uh, indeed. Yeah, like I I really just okay. I want this movie to have a higher following than it does. I genuinely want this movie like it it needs it deserves more. It deserves more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, I really hope well, that that maybe potentially sometime in the future we might get this as like a riff tracks. If if that would happen, I think sure. it would do it would do wonders for this movie because okay, look, this movie makes the last slumber party look competent, but I mean that's some, that's dude, some dude that's I don't know about word. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh I you know, the last slumber party is one of my favorite riff tracks movies. Even though, you know, Mine the too. the very eighties uh, somewhat problematic dialogue that it has. <laughs> um, but I mean that you know with between that and oh, Ghost House, I never would have heard of Ghost House if it wasn't for Rift Tracks, and that's one of my all-time favorites, also. Yeah, and absolutely. Like I actually went 
and I ordered the DVD because I knew that it had the movie Unrift on it, and I wanted to mm-hmm. be able to watch it that be way. Able to watch least. it that way. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is a, a phone call. I was just getting in the middle of the 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 uh, episode. I apologize for that. I was like, I was oh my say, gosh, why, am I dying? What, why is, is MST3K starting? What's going on? Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm, I'm here to announce my, I am the new host of Mr. Science Theory 2000. <laughs> this is all trick. I'm, I'm the third host of the next season. I apologize to you guys. I, uh, but you know, I would probably I give it another chance if that were yeah, the case. Yes. Might, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, please go ahead. Uh, yes, but I just, whoever's I, doing it right now. Yes. I just, uh, I just, uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Dude, fix that. <laughs> that's funny. I'm sorry. That's funny. You, you know what? I, that's yeah, what's that's what's good about having uh, having live live. That's stuff. live. That's live. Because you get weird that's stuff like that happen all the time. Uh, you I just, do. I just really hope beyond anything else that this movie is somehow able to reach a wider audience. Uh, and that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about it for its 30th anniversary. I, I really think this movie deserves more, and I, I hope that people listening to this will either um, watch it online uh, because it is you know available on certain websites uh, that are free and public, and uh, you know maybe that would potentially lead to them buying the DVD, and then hey check this out. Here's this DVD or here's this link to this. You should watch this movie. It's, it's, it's great. It's so, it's not good, but it's so much fun to watch. And this is one of those ones. Dave and I talk about this a lot. We talk uh, about honor being a lot. Well, no, yeah. I mean, I mean, we talk about how a, a movie having character kind of counts for oh, something yeah. in and of itself. Yes. And this movie, this movie has me, it in spades. Yes. Definitely has that character behind it. Well, if I if if I could add something onto that is uh, what kind of struck me earlier in watching the special features as much as I did um, is that I did notice that everybody you know for for all you know for for as bad as the movie is and it is a bad movie but mm. the people who made it looked like they worked really really hard on it it looked like mm. they're being like trying at least trying to be very professional and to produce a quality, a quality product. And they all look like really good, decent people. Yeah. Yeah. So unlike a lot of directors that make <laughs> crap movies like this, sure, <laughs> I would actually want to hang out with these people and like, you yeah. know, like, you know, go to church with him or something. I, I, I don't know, <laughs> but, um, sure. but yeah, that was like the first thing that came to my mind. Go hang they seem out. Like go church go to folks. church. Yeah, yeah, but like, I would, and um, at least they tried, you know. And sure. they, 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 they had professional equipment. They, you know, like some of, you know, like like their characters might have come off as utter as utterly repulsive, but the people mm-hmm. behind everything, except for are Hanks. good people. <laughs> Well, I mean, we make jokes, but I yeah, mean, you know, he's yeah. probably he's yeah, probably like, okay, a fine I, person. I, Hanks, I don't really hate you. It's it, 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 it's a bit, it's but yeah, yeah, I love but, him um, genuinely. But uh, his character is repulsive. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, all of them are. But, yes, uh, it's um, 
it's 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 something that is uh was born out of hard work and ethic and wanting to produce something that this world hadn't seen yet yeah so in that i really do admire the making of haunted ween mm-hmm. so in that vein i would like to see this movie kind of have a second life yeah yeah and and honestly it's i really wish that i could have picked doug's brain about this movie because everything that i've that i've read about him or that i've heard about him from people uh, that I've talked to, he just really sounds like he was a genuinely good guy. And mm-hmm. he was passionate about this movie, uh, and he knew it wasn't a great movie, but uh, i got to find this quote again. Hang on. <laughs> I sent this quote to Dave earlier. I read it in an interview. and uh, Oh, yeah. No, it, was, like it was hilarious to me. High yeah. praise and, for the movie that he made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he said that uh, – hang on. I really got to bring this back up because I don't remember it exactly, and I want to get the quote right <laughs> because right, we, it we makes need, sense. Okay, to what he said, okay, this is what he said. I'll paraphrase. Oh, you, and then yeah. Jeremy, yeah, I'll, I'll paraphrase. Oh, I got it. Here Jeremy it is. I found it. Thing. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, my divorce in 2004 cost me many more times than haunted ween, so I guess marriage proved to be a way riskier uh, to be way riskier than making a small movie. All in all, I'm happy there's still interest in Haunted Ween. It's not the best movie, but it's definitely not the worst movie, and that's saying something. And he's right. Yeah. This is yeah. definitely yeah. not the worst movie. No, yeah. no. Yeah, that belongs to... Um, didn't we say we we recently found... I think that would belong to Lichen Colony is the worst movie ever. Yes, uh, uh, Baby Ghost. Oh, uh, I, I, I believe you guys... <sighs> Yeah! Oh, wow, I kn- I knew that was gonna elicit a shiver from you guys. I knew it. Oh jeez. Yeah. Uh, I I uh, talked I talked with Kevin extensively about Baby Ghost. He was he was not pleased. He was not pleased <laughs> at all about doing Kevin that one. Murphy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The the live uh, meeting. Oh, freak. okay. All right. I was about to say. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Can, like, I, like, can, yeah. We, can I apologize can Kevin, to you, Jesse, for that? Can we get that? Kevin Murphy? Can we get Kevin uh, Murphy on our uh, podcast, uh, our Riff oh. Tracks podcast, please? I would hope so. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I hope you guys do. I hope you guys can get a hold of him. <laughs> I I would have to apologize to him also. Uh, Josh, yeah, Josh Flowers is on. in the chat, uh, and he says, oh, nice. uh, "Friend of the friend of the podcast, a good supporter through our uh, Patreon." Uh, Baby Ghost was such a fun riff, though, he says. And it I was agree, a it was a good riff. riff. The movie. It was, it, it, it was a good riff, but the movie itself makes Roller Gator look like literally Lord of the Rings. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I, I do have to turns- apologize for that, for that, Jesse. Uh, yeah. I'm part of the problem <laughs> when yeah. it comes yes. to the release of Baby Ghost. I'm sure. I, 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 I am here uh, to between, say- between me and Connor and Sean. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, it's kind of my. I actually think I have to take responsibility a little bit for it because yes, you too, Dave. I would always say, yeah, I would always say. I mean, like, I I would like to say that I bear no responsibility that it was all Jeremy, <laughs> but like this was something. Baby Ghost. I mean, we 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 talked about it on the podcast when we initially talked about it. Is that we thought we wanted it, but when we got <laughs> it, we were like, dear God, it was a monkey paw. Yeah. It was a monkey paw wish. Yeah, it was. Sure like, was. So, oh, but um, anyway, yeah. Uh, Jesse, do you have any uh, final uh, thoughts yeah. on Haunted Ween? 
yeah, I just agree with you guys wholeheartedly. It's definitely got a bigger heart than a lot of like really cynically made bad movies out there. It seems like everybody on the crew is paid with warm beer and good times, and it could totally comes through on the screen. Uh, of course, it's not anywhere near uh, genuine quality, uh, but it certainly does provide a lot of material to make fun of, to sort of laugh at with all the hairstyles. All the hairstyles look like... Uh, KFC at midnight, you know. Wow. Walking to a, walk a KFC at midnight, Holy that's the crap. type of hairstyle to get. You know, but uh, which is appropriate because it is Kentucky, home of the uh, fried chicken. So, uh, oh, but no, yeah. No, no. First Kentucky fried chicken was here in the great state of Utah. But we oh, of course. Yeah, I think I did hear this. Yes. But <laughs> no, uh, Haunted Haunted Ween is definitely a very genuine product that, uh, uh, has a lot of uh, entertainment value for people who get a kick out of it like I do, you know, as a profession. Uh, I certainly do more higher profile movies, but if I were harder pressed to move this movie forward out into the ether and like do a review of it, I would certainly love to. But I hope that uh, more bad movie enthusiasts out there are listening to our words and hopefully give it a shot themselves. It's certainly available out there if you know where to look for it. And hopefully uh, it'll come to a good uh you know service like a prime video because they've got all sorts of junk on there so hoping for good things for haunted ween in the future hopefully a riff tracks because i i could uh definitely envision it being hilarious material so give i give it a, a wholehearted recommendation for your spooky season yeah i mean the amazing bulk is on a streaming service for crying out loud <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you want to talk about hot garbage Woo-wee. that gar- might be the worst movie ever made well, and, the, and you it spent could. money on watching it, Dave. Didn't I you, did, like, yes. <laughs> and, you know what? I think I got a refund. It, it's it's been it's been a it's been four or five years. I think but that I was think right around the refund. same time we were watching all of this other garbage too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that, that's man. definitely a contender. That's that's a movie that again, Haunted Ween is very much a more enthusiastic Haunted... and what? Yeah. No, I was about to say Haunted Ween is 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 head and shoulders and giants and colossuses above the amazing bulk. <laughs> That's true. And you could put that on the box cover, whoever <laughs> releases it out there. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely amazing bulk is one of those movies that you just pray and hope never sees the light of day through like riff tracks or something. Yeah, I got, yeah, that, that's one. That's one of the movies that's on my, please don't make me watch this again. Yes. You know, yeah, but yeah, Rick Jackson has disappointed me a few times when they made me watch Livian 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he was so goodness. mad, Jesse. He was so mad. <laughs> oh, yeah, I imagine. Uh, there are certain movies that are, are across that line for me. I was enraged at Zindi the Swamp Boy. That was the oh, one what? that was the breaking no! point for me. No, we are oh. not friends anymore. That movie is amazing. <laughs> And it's such, a, it is amazing. such an amazingly happy ending, Jesse. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my about. goodness! Yes, yes. Zindi the Swamp Boy. What's uh, not to love? Right. Yeah. There's so much uh, death and the destruction, gets, and that poor boy. Hero, and that poor hero gets eaten by a puma. <laughs> yes, that's right. It was a puma. Oh man. He think it was a tiger, but it was a puma. Zindi. And we did. We did talk about that one before here on the podcast, Zindi. folks. I don't remember I believe, exactly yeah. which episode it was, but. Zindi is dead. Dave, don't you put that evil on me. Don't you put that evil on us, Dave. Oh, <laughs> oh. 
But yeah, so Haunted Ween. Hooray. <laughs> yes. Hooray for Haunted, Haunted Ween. Definitely go uh, check it out. And W. Doug Robinson, wherever you are, we uh, uh, cheer in your honor and thank you for this magical gift you've bestowed upon us. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm, uh, and, and thank you uh, special, uh, to Kim Richards. And, oh, one more thing. Well, yes. uh, I got to say, special thanks to Hanks. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A special thanks to uh, to Kim Richards, um, she who is uh, the person yeah. in charge, I guess, of Haunted Ween now. Uh, she was uh, uh, with Doug. She was uh, his girlfriend. Um, yeah. And so he he basically tasked her with trying to keep this movie alive. Uh, we had a well, really a really long conversation uh, when I ordered wonderful. the DVDs, and she's a wonderful person. And uh, thank you, a special thank you to her for letting us use the uh, the Haunted Ween theme song as our intro today. Uh, it was a, nice to have something a little bit different, and it you know it definitely felt right using that. Uh, yeah. And a special thanks to all of our uh, Patreons uh, because the Patreon is back. Oh, nice. Uh, after after our month hiatus, uh, while we were trying to get our, our live show thrown together and uh, up and running, uh, right. yeah, we're, we're back on Patreon. So if you like the podcast and you want to support us, you can head to patreon.com slash trueblueriffcast, and you can throw us a couple bucks each month. Uh, to help things along on on our end of things over here, I've said things way too many times, uh, but I am Jeremy. You can find me at pbandawesome.com. I'm on Twitter at pbandawesome, and don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter at tbriffcast, uh, and look out for that Quiplash Three custom game code. Uh, I'll probably put that up tomorrow because I don't have my switch next to me and I can't get the code. Um, so I'll be putting that up there tomorrow. So make sure you look out for that. All right. All right. And, uh, you, I'm Dave. You can uh, check me out at, uh, on Twitter at, um, at D Chadwick author. Uh, you can check me out on my website, davechadwick.info, And you can check out my novel monkey, which is now three ninety nine on the Kindle. Uh, oh. On Amazon, you can get that. Go go to Amazon.com, search for Monkey Dave Chadwick, download that. It's a it's a great time. Help me out. Leave a review, and uh, we'll be best friends forever. BFFs, yes. as they say on the internet. Buy it and yep. read it. It is a it is a very funny book. I I greatly enjoyed it. And I'm not just saying that because Dave is my co-host here. I did actually <laughs> enjoy the book. Nice. All right. Thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate you. Yes. Uh, and Jesse, go ahead uh, and uh, yes, let, yes. I'm Jesse them. Shade. Yeah, yeah. I'm Jesse Shade. I'm. Uh, you could find me at Instagram at ShadyBaby1990, but you could also specifically find me on YouTube and Joe Blow Videos, where we got awfully good movies coming every month or so, new episodes coming out, and uh, we got a new one coming up for Die Another Day, the Bond flick in time for the new Bond flick. So keep your eyes open for that one. It should be a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, Facebook, Jesse Shade. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me out there. Just give my name a search. And that's going to do it for this week. We will see you guys next week right here on the True Blue Riftcast. Watch the money Peace plane. Out. In a haunted house on a haunted weed. It's the biggest body you've ever seen. Just dying 
start the show We're just dying to start the show In a haunted house on a haunted wheel The ladies wait to hear you scream He's well rehearsed, he likes his role Start the show Someone's dying To start the show the show. 